San Antonio Restaurants is planning a foodie cruise on Virgin Cruise Lines in February of 2024. Early bird discounts are huge, but they do disappear soon. Contact John or Carrie Weber at thetikitravelplanner.com. That's thetikitravelplanner.com or DM me on Facebook for more information. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes where we explore the backstory to some of the best restaurants and chefs in South Texas. And now, here's your hosts from San Antonio Restaurants, Alan Williams and Susie Lafredo. Hey, Susie, how are you today? I am amazing. <laughs> this is a, a so excited right now because we have such a great, couple here that we're getting ready to interview. That's right. We are here with uh, Francisco and Lizeth Martinez. So welcome. And and I, I guess I'm going to start right off the bat and, and say that Lizeth, uh, you're Martinez, but Francisco, you go, go by with Estrada. Estrada. Uh, Mexico, the, <clears throat> the women don't change their last name. Got it. Got so it. Got it. that's the way it stayed. All okay. right. Well, so uh, apologize for that. I, I realized it. I realized it <laughs> a- afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So great. So Lizette and Francisco own NACO 210 and NACO, uh, NACO Mexican Eatery. So uh, we're going to learn all about that and excited to, to learn more about that. So first of all, guys, um, y'all are from Mexico, right? Yes. I'm from Mexico City. And I'm from the border. I'm from Laredo. Laredo, okay. Nuevo Laredo, on the yeah, other well, side, right? Born in Laredo, Texas. Oh, okay. Raised in Nuevo Laredo. The border, it's like one whole city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially it used to be. Not as much anymore, I guess. But I remember, I remember you used to be able to go over real easily and and have a great time uh, on both sides of the border. A party yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so that's where you grew up. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Wow, wow. But Francisco, you're from Mexico City. Yes, I'm from Mexico City. All my life, I, I was living there uh, until the six year, last six years old. I come to San Antonio, and I'm still here. Yeah. Well, how did y'all meet? We met in Belgium in the oh wow, wow. <laughs> in a beer festival in Bruges. Oh, this sounds like a good story. Yeah, it's a really good story. <laughs> well, I was in Belgium and yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a beer festival. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We I saw him with his friends. I was having uh, some uh, mussels and French fries that mm-hmm. was like a dish over there, and I would see them, and I'm like, oh, those guys are from Mexico City, because you know the Mexico, you can tell the people from Mexico City because of the way they dress. Mm-hmm. They always carry um, like a little sweater on on the waist, okay, because the temperature changes so much. I learned that once I moved there. Interesting, and they. Were the only ones wearing white tennis shoes at the time. By now, it, it's very like it's normal. Everybody wears white tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. But, but and, back, and my jersey, you know, Mexico shoes. Oh, and he was wearing a Mexico. Yeah, oh, well, that was that was the Did big that, signal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, those guys are chilangos. <laughs> and uh, later on the day, we met in a bar. Okay, okay, so you'd seen him, but then you met him, okay. Yes, we met in a bar, and then we start to talk about the the art, the museum, the... She explained me all the Picasso, the the Cubismo, and everything, and I fall in love. Aww. Oh, well, I, I'm sure, I can imagine. But but why were you in Belgium? My sister was in uh, Sorbonne de Paris going for uh, 
full year and I was visiting her. Mm. So I took some days off and just drove around and I ended up in Bruges because that's the place where you can rest. Everything gets like slow after you're going through a phase pass in every other big city. That's just easy, quiet, you just ride a bike. It's mm -hmm. just, you catch your breath and then you keep on going. And Francisco, what about you? How, how did I finished my my maestria in I'm a lawyer in Mexico mm -hmm. City. I finished my, my master's master degree, degree and mm -hmm. we we decide to the travel with my friends uh, all uh, one month for all the Europe and that's why nice. I, I yeah. nice I love it. Yeah, that's I think that's that's part of the European culture to take some time off after you graduate either high school or college you graduate mm -hmm. and take maybe a whole year off and travel and so is that is that part of the Mexican culture as well? It's not too much because and not the whole year but definitely ma maybe the one month yeah. one, one or two months it's, yeah, it's another part of our culture we messed up on we didn't we, <laughs> we didn't really take that like we should have that's pretty cool yeah when, whenever you graduate here you're already working kind of yeah thing. right exactly yep. yeah yeah I, I had a job and, and a child by the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's cool so so y'all y'all met in belgium but then you know you're back in in nuevo laredo and and you're in or laredo rather i guess and you're in mexico city yes and so how did you have that, that long-distance relationship there? We talked for a couple of years, because it was like years. And then uh, one of his friends was getting married, and he invited me to the wedding, and I went. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, one of my best friends is getting married, and I called Lisette, and what did you do that, that day? Ah, you're free? Yes. Do you, want, do you want to come with me? And we start to... Wow. The rest is history. Yeah. 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 All his friends were like, oh, my, the lady that I met in Belgium is coming. They were hoping like a whole t super tall European. <laughs> and, and here I come. Oh, my friends. <laughs> Where you meet your, your wife? In Belgium. Oh, it's... Right, right, right. It's right. It's a short, barely five feet girl. Right. <laughs> uh, but she's beautiful and she can cook, so there yeah, you go. Exactly, it's that's amazing. right. It's you win. It's an amazing woman. I win. I yeah. definitely win. Oh, that's yes. great. Well, uh, once you got married, I understand you all moved to Mexico. You, you moved to Mexico City and you lived there for a while, right? How long did you all live there together? Seven years Oh, okay. Yes, I okay. lived seven years in, in Mexico, and then one day, um, the, the problem with Mexico City for me, being from a small town, it, it's just too much. When you have kids, it's too much. Making yeah. three hours, having to have always somebody on the car with you just to be safe with your kids, mm -hmm. it's mm. too much. I, I couldn't bear with it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the first chance, and when things got like disturbed on that side, like... Security-wise, mm -hmm. we just... I, I, Laredo was too small for him. Sure. He's coming from a 27 million people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Laredo has 500,000. Mm -hmm. So San Antonio is a good in-between. Yeah. Not too big, not too small. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing city, San Antonio. I yeah. love San Antonio. It is, yeah. I always say Mexico City. I love my city. Mexico City is a beautiful city. You you can find wherever you want. If you want muse museum, you, you have a lot of museums. You want... Architecture, uh, everything, well, food, culture, everything you you can find it, but it's it's really big. It's a crazy city. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what Susie and I have seen talking to different chefs here in San Antonio on this show is, is that uh, we've learned about the food scene in Mexico City is on 
inspire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it seems like that is the place in the world right now to go for different types of foods. Yes. Everybody keeps telling us, if you're going to do a foodie tour, some kind of a foodie thing, Mexico City, that's where it needs to be. I think it finally got recognized because the thing about Mexico City is that if you eat in a corner with a lady, just a little fire pit on the floor, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you eat in a fancy restaurant with a set menu, it's amazing. And if you eat inside a market, it's amazing. Everything is so fresh. Yeah. The weather is so gentle that mm. the everything that is fresh stays fresh for so long. Yeah. I was amazed that like a lettuce could stay on a countertop for two days and don't die. Wow. Imagine that. So yeah. is it I guess it's because of the altitude, right? Because yeah, Mexico City is pretty high up. Yeah. Very high. Yeah. And you well. can you can find wherever you want. All the food is fresh. The fish, the all the truck come to La Viga at the five o'clock or three o'clock AM, all fresh. They come to the the Pacific, the the Golf of the Mexico, all the food is fresh in the Wow. And, so, and, and both area, I mean, both areas have such unique flavors too. Um, so, and of course you've got, you guys have combined those. I know we'll get into that, but mm-hmm. you've combined those with NACO, but yeah, you both have these distinct flavors. Yes. The, the, the North, it does not have that many vegetables because we're limited because of the weather, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. uh, but we have a lot of meat, very good meat. And in the center of Mexico, you have a lot of vegetables. You have a lot of uh, insects, that, um, Worms, angles, everything you find there. Right. Mm-hmm. We try to mix this, uh, my the, the food at his house and that food at my house, and that we try to mix is the 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 Naco Mexican. All the menu of Naco Mexican is is really the the menu that we have and the, uh, the at home. And we what we cooked for our kids is what we feed our. People. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know the, I, I I I love that because then you're putting your heart on the plate for everybody you're sharing yeah. yeah your culture your past and your future mm-hmm. hoping that they like it right that's all you can do sure yeah so so uh, after that so you you were an attorney in mexico a lawyer yeah. Yeah. were you already cooking or your chef yes yes i have an interior design degree that i graduated from here from utsa and then i have a culinary degree from mexico um, so met, you waited till you were down there before you went to, to culinary school. Right, my dad did not want to pay for culinary. I already knew how to cook. <laughs> 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 he was like, no, nope, no. Nope. I mean, interior design took took a while for me to convince him. He wanted me to go to architecture. Um, but for me to go to culinary school was just to basically confirm that it's your passion and your love. And uh, I have a dual part of my brain. Both of them work together. Design is always in us, and in him, he's he has he's a very visual person too. But uh, cooking, it, it's our life. Well, mm-hmm. and it combines everything, you know, because of your love for design and art. I mean, when you put a, when, I mean, I've seen your dishes, and when you put a dish together, it's beautiful. Thank you. So we, we try to. Put it's it part together. of the the food, the design, and the, the yeah. variety. It's mm-hmm. it's not only the flavor. Is you need to look. Uh, visual pre- presentation, yes. presentation. The eyes yes. mm-hmm. should eat first yes eyes should eat first but yeah i in mexico city we had a catering company and a bakery okay um it was called delicias bosques that's why all our llc is that delicias bosques and it was live for almost five years, five years. Mm-hmm. almost five years until we moved to san antonio 
Yeah. So as a, as a bakery, doesn't that always mean waking up at three o'clock in the morning? Yes. Uh, see, I, I always thought that would be fun because I like baking, but I was th- I could never do it because mm-hmm. I don't want to spend my life waking up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It, but you know, Mexico City, uh, it's a city where at that time it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because if you wake up later, you'll be stuck in traffic. Mm. Ah, there you go. There's a, see, there's an optimist. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's better. 3 a.m. It's better than 7. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool to know. And, and that also makes sense because at NACO, you do serve some uh, pan dulce. And, and, mm-hmm. and yes. so that's why you're making that. Because yeah. And, and you don't find, I mean, uh, you, a lot of times you don't find a chef who is also a baker. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you really don't. That's and very it, unique. It is. And, you know, in the kitchen, we have some gra- graduates from CIA, and they are part of the pastry chefs. So they, we're working their brain on the salty stuff, but they always, every minute that they have free, they're mixing butter and sugar. I mean, that's just <laughs> the way it is. Right. Wow, that's awesome. Well, that's, that's good to know. Well, uh, so... Was there a certain thing that all of a sudden you decided, nope, we need to move to the United States, or was it just kind of gradual? Well. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, no, there was a kidnap very close to us for one of uh, one woman with her child. They were kidnapped, and they were, they were very close to us. Yes. So when that happened, that was it. They were very close to you proximity-wise, or you knew them? No, we knew them. We knew oh, them. Yeah. my goodness. Yes, we knew them. And did everything turn out okay? Yes, it's everything okay. Thank, oh, okay. Thank goodness, God. yeah. I know, but mm-hmm. the thing about it is that they returned to her, and then they kept the boy. They was the same age as my kid, and um, they asked for more money ransom so they could release him. And then at the end, when I said, oh, my gosh, thank God, thank God, the good kidnappers, I said, this is nothing, no. this is not right. Like, mm-hmm. I, those are not words that should come out of my mind. Yeah. yeah. Let's just... Get out of here. I see. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I definitely understand, but but Francisco, that must have been tough. I mean, you spent a lot of time in school, and and, uh, because you're not an attorney here, right? No, no. This was difficult, but I really like to cook. I I think the cook and give food uh, to the people is one of the best part of my life because you see the face when you give the food, and they say, thank you, and... You you feel on the on the on the heart and oh, the, the soul, that. and that is 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 the gratification uh, instant. It's it's at the moment. Right. Yeah. And it's really good. It's it's good to be the people happy and uh, and they like your food. They like your the part that you give because the mole. When I give the mole, it's like a it's like a eat mole in my in my house in mm-hmm. my home. No, and it's it's part of my family. It's part of my culture. It's part of, of the or everything we do with the love and the, on the soul. Yeah, I, I think I, I get it. You know, I don't know if you know my story. I, I worked for the city for thirty years, and so I had you know I was a bureaucrat, and so you know I, I didn't get to express that arts side of me. And so now since I've left that and I've joined Susie and Jim, and and we've started this business, I get to write. I get to do the podcast, I get to, you know, take pictures. And so I get that art side and I get to express that and it's, it's fun and it's, it's a a really cool thing. So I think it's kind of that same deal. Yeah. And you get to know, you know, 
amazing people who are so creative and their stories and, you know, you know, everything we're doing now and here. Um, and so it's, it's, yeah, I, I get what you're saying too. Um, but it's, that's, it's amazing to be able to, um, put your love and everything that you have into these dishes and then be able to present them and, and share that love with, with everybody. It's what really was, awesome. uh, we had not too long ago, we had, um, Jeremiah Burns from PB and J with Tay. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich restaurant. <laughs> and his subtitle of his restaurant is called, he says, made with love, served with kindness. That's what he tries to do everything. And it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. You make things with love and then you're, you're, you're happy to, to serve it to folks. I think when he came into the States uh, trying to figure out what was going to happen next up, um, he will always say, oh, no worry, because he called me Chaprita, which is like shorty. I don't know why. <laughs> um, he's like, no, no worry. No, no, no te preocupes, Chaprita. I'll sell tacos in a corner and we'll make a living out of it. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. okay. And he loves to cook. And uh, I think he lost his grays and his wrinkles wow. once he stepped out of the office. Yeah. Very, because federal crime law, it's not a fun law. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, and sure. in Mexico City, it's harder. Mm. Really hard. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so all that stress is gone. Well, yeah. there's other stress, of it's, course. It's a different kind of stress. stress. Yeah. <laughs> so stress. did you know from the get-go that, you know, when you moved to the United States, when you moved to San Antonio, did you know restaurant is the route we're going to go? We were thinking about opening a small restaurant. Mm-hmm. We sold what we had over there. And then with all your bazillion of millions of pesos, you get $3.20. And here's your change. Right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was difficult, really difficult. Yeah. The beginning is, was it really, really was, difficult. It was fun. It was fun. I was working in a studio because I have a degree in interior design. Mm-hmm. So it was a fast way of making money for the house while we set up the second phase. Mm-hmm. And uh, we bought a food truck with everything we had because the restaurant was a little bit more expensive than right. we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he needed to start to learn how to drive with a n- trailer because Mexico City, you don't drive trailers. No, it's <laughs> not. It really it was the most difficult part of the of the 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 start the the business. Mm-hmm. Move the food truck for me was a neymar. Yeah. Yes, because I never. Drive something like that. It's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the opposite of what it's everything we opposite. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Texas are born with it, not the big city guys. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, I, I guess I'm moving ahead kind of quickly because where you're at now, you have your food truck at Nacogdoches and 410 in an old gas station. It doesn't move though, does it? Don't you stay there all the time? By now. Since, yeah, but not at first. Yeah, not at first. It's less than a year that it's been fixed. Oh, okay. Wow. And I mean, you you're, you started gaining a cult following. I mean, people were um, going nuts over what you were offering. Um, your food truck became very popular. Yeah, yeah, really quick. Well, not that quick. No, not that quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like on our end, it seems quick. Yeah. yeah. Usually people say, oh my gosh, it was so fast. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. we sold $8 for the first six months as an average a day. So uh, $8. We wow. $8. <laughs> My so, goodness. So when when uh, somebody on the business asked me, how much did you sell the first year? And I told him, and he's like, oh, 
You didn't have money to pay rent. If not, I know. No, no. <laughs> no, we know. So what yeah. was it? What was it that, you know, was the first thing that really catapulted you guys out there and, and started? Well, you know, I think consistency and faith mm-hmm. and just being there. And, and if there was one thing, ¿tú qué crees que sea? La cosa que pudo haber puestonos como que, o la gente volteara a vernos. It was... Uh, I think it's the the constants, the the food, the try to always give the best, and and we had to adapt. Give a, give a smile. To people, the, word to of the mouth. People. people start talking. Yes. And we were giving away food. I mean, food left and right. Whoever parked in the corner, I was there with a tray, and I'll be giving out food. Like, try it, try it, try it, try it. And we didn't sell tacos when we started. Oh wow! I know. We were very afraid. Yeah. Of selling tacos because we have three big companies that sell tacos and less than a hundred feet away. So we were like, we're not going to make it. That's not going to be our dish. Yeah. And we sold. We sold chilaquiles, tortas, um, croissants, mm-hmm. and biscuits. biscuits. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And we, s- we start to sell tacos because all the people say, I like the chilaquiles. I like that, mm-hmm. but I I want tacos. Yeah. Give me one taco. Yeah. Well, yeah. For, for for one thing, the convenience of being able to hold a taco in your because well, if you're either sitting at a picnic table or at the at the food truck, or you're getting back in your car, and it's hard yeah. to eat something else like that. And San Antonio are all about tacos. Oh I yeah. Mean, we learned yeah. that fast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We are. A month and a half in the business, we were looking for uh, tortilla vendors, and mm-hmm. that was another whole story. <laughs> yes. Well, oh God! Um, you know what, Susie? Let's let's stop here for a minute. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and hear some more all about uh, NACO. So hang on just a second. Okay, Susie, let's talk a little bit about the San Antonio Restaurant Gold Club. Absolutely. Yeah. So the Gold Club is a great way to learn about local San Antonio restaurants because that's what it's all about, right? Sure, absolutely. Yes, of course. That's where you're going to find your scratch kitchens. That's where you're going to find places like Naco who... (laughs) Uh, put food out and that that from their you know family recipes um, you know you can go to a chain you can go to um, a lot of people go to chains because they know what they're going to they're, get yeah yeah they're yeah, used they're, to it they're yeah. used to it not mm-hmm. but then they're nervous they're like you know well, I want to go to eat local and but I just don't know where to go mm-hmm. so we really put together this program because we wanted to take the guesswork out for people you know we've already vetted these restaurants these are restaurants that we love the restaurants do not pay to be a part of our program they're a part of our program because we love them yes. you know because they're restaurants that put out good food that we know that we stand behind and our community of followers of of members, group members, have been chatting, talking about these restaurants and that's buzzing right. about them. We already know that they, they have good food, they have good service, and they're local. Absolutely. So that's what it takes to be a gold restaurant. Absolutely. So we've actually deemed about 75 restaurant gold approved, and we are adding more all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the restaurants have been amazing because if you are a member of our gold program, if you're a member of our gold club program, you can actually go to one of these restaurants. There's an app on your phone. It's a really simple little app and you can receive a perk at that restaurant. So for example, um, in some cases it might be a buy one, get one free or, you know, buy two tacos and receive an additional third one for free or, you know, 
buy two entrees and receive an appetizer or maybe a percentage off of your bill. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of different things that you can go and you can eat at these great restaurants. We want to incentivize you to go. And so it's great for the restaurant. It's great for the economy of San Antonio, but it's also great for the customers That's as right. well. They get something. Yeah, absolutely. Plus they get to eat at a great restaurant. For sure. And yeah. it's only $8 and 88 cents a month. Um, and you can go to as many different restaurants in a month as you want, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And there's over a thousand dollars worth of savings in Absolutely. the program, so you save a lot of money by mm-hmm. eating local. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a fantastic deal. And typically, the very first time you go and use it, your eight eighty eight is already paid for. Yeah, so you pay for the month. Yeah, Absolutely. just by going to one restaurant, one but you restaurant. can go use it again and again at, at different restaurants. Yes. So it's easy if you go to the Play Store, either the Google Store or the Apple Store, either one, whatever kind of phone you have, mm-hmm. and search San Antonio restaurants. There's a free app, a really well done free app. Uh, the designer was really good, Susie, uh, designed it. <laughs> and, and when you go there, it gets you easy access to this podcast. It gets you access to our magazine, but also gets you access to the Gold Club. And so that's the easiest way to get it. And then you can sign up there and eight eight eighty eight dollars and 88 cents a month. Yeah, it's a fantastic deal. Wow, great. Everybody well, needs it. Everyone does. You're right. Yeah. All right, great. Well, thanks for uh, explaining that. Absolutely. All right. And we're back with, we have Lizeth Martinez and Francisco Estrada from NACO. So I've, I'm, I've, I'm just saying NACO because I was a little confused. NACO 210 restaurant is what you call your restaurant at the Los Parios. And then NACO Mexican Eatery is what you call the food truck. Yes, okay, so I wanted to make sure I got those two right. So we didn't talk too much. You started with the food truck and you're, you parked there consistently at Nacogdoches and Loop 410. You're there every day, you have the food truck. Is it open every day? Every day. We open the Monday to Friday, 7 to 2 p.m., Saturday, 8 to 2 p.m., and we close the Sunday, but the Sunday is open the restaurant. All right, great. So your restaurant, the brick and mortar, is at 2015 Northeast 410 at Los Parios. And that one's open Wednesday to Sunday, 8 to 4. Wednesday so, through Sunday. And this restaurant is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, it is so beautiful out there. Every time we're there, we're like, you're worth every pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how was that moving from a food truck to this gorgeous, this... this yeah, how did that come across? Did yeah. they contact you or what? We were in Mexico City and we got a call from uh, the own, the new owners of Los Patios. Mm-hmm. They were uh, scouting for a local Mexican restaurant, family owned that was willing to go with their goals of the new community, which mm-hmm. is a sober community. Right. Yeah, so no alcohol. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so trying to support and create a space that is free of alcohol and addictions for uh, families battling that mm-hmm. and creating a safe space. They're trying to create, um, to break generational addictions. Mm-hmm. So not exposing the kids doing that and having like a family safe family space um they invited us over to take they scouted a couple and they said we want to make sure you're agreeing with us and uh if you want to support our cause this is your restaurant um and we went to see the building (laughs) and it was all over it was like yes (laughs) my my husband asked a question super fun when when we give a ride to the to the the mexico city we we land San Antonio and I told my token tell token told my wife stay let's go to see the the place. 
Uh, we are scared. <laughs> yeah, it's too big. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's more it is than, a big restaurant. It's more than yeah. we we mm -hmm. think about the for our, uh, the next step for the restaurant. But we look; it's a beautiful space. We love los patios. We love all the space, the community, the community, mm -hmm. and we decide to take it. Yeah. yeah. So, so for those listening that aren't familiar with los patios, so los patios has been around. Gosh, at, at least probably since the seventies. It's way back off the Loop 410, somewhere around uh, Starcrest exit. But you, you turn down a road and you go, I don't know, maybe an eighth of a mile, maybe a quarter of a mile, something like that, before you park. So you're way back off the road. It is a gorgeous, beautiful mm -hmm. park-like setting. You walk through, and that is where Comfort Cafe is. But then you keep walking through. And what is the name of the creek that's back there? Salado Creek. Salado Creek. Salado Creek. And so NACO is the building built right over Salado Creek. So they have a beautiful outdoor patio that's looking down on it. It's so peaceful. It's like you're 100 miles away from yeah. the city, yet you're right there in the middle of it. Yes. And we have a little dent on the Salado Creek. So we almost have water year round. Wow. Which is super fun. Can yeah. I swim? No. Can I fish? <laughs> I, I don't think there's a fishing permit there. They yeah. used to be, but not anymore. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have turtles that we have like over thirty turtles. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. oh that's cool. It is, it is a beautiful spot, it, it is. and it's so gorgeous. right now it's you know it, the temperature is great right now, so it's a perfect time to go out, try this wonderful food, and sit outside and enjoy the beautiful nature. Yeah, and you guys offer an amazing brunch as well. The, the brunch menu, uh, it's it's Mexican. It's a Mexican brunch menu inspired in uh, traditional dishes. Uh, we have we carry some Benedicts. You know, that's a big thing here mm -hmm. in the States. Mm -hmm. But we sit it on top of a masa corn gordita. Mm. And then we add the huitlacoche, which is a, a Mexican truffle. And... Uh, brisket. We add the other oh, one with how we have it so with good. brisket. Grilled pieces of cheese. I mean, we have Yum. different different types of, of, of those omelets as well enchiladas it's breakfast tacos of course oh yeah and chilaquiles so i want to talk actually i want to talk about both of those things so i i just i i guess i've seen this word before but i didn't really realize how do you say it? with tal coche with la coche with la coche which is a actually it's a fungus that grows on corn and but it is delectable and it, it's a it's a very popular item and you have it in some of your some of your food so ha tell me exactly what it is you called it a corn no you called it something else a mexican black truffle mexican black truffle and then how do you use it where do you put it we we prepare the with la coche with a black garlic mm -hmm. oh, black mm -hmm. garlic and a pasote mm -hmm. and a pasote is a it's a it's a plant, the uh, aromatic plant, to you use uh, in a lot of dishes in Mexico. It's a uh, really special, mm -hmm. and we prepare them with lacoche with the uh, quesadillas, tacos, and the the, um, the omelette and the Benedict cakes. Okay. So just like truffles, you wouldn't you wouldn't eat truffles by themselves. You you add it on top of something to add flavor. Well, you kind of because but but in this case, you can eat it by itself in a tortilla, like just inside by mm -hmm. themselves honestly with cheese it taints like it, they just go together and on our own end we created two dishes that have asada which is like a northern mexico my country my side of the country kind mm -hmm. of meat uh with with la coche and they are so amazing together they yeah. were meant to be together oh. it's like 
the north and the south, Francisco and Lisette, that's mm -hmm. like all right there. And we have them wow. in an omelet. So that's like a steak and egg because it has a steak. Mm -hmm. It has the huitlacoche and it has the omelet, soft, fluffy egg. And uh, we have it on a taco as well. Okay, we need to go out and do a tasting. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. Oh, my word. Uh, you, you use the, the blue con tortilla. It's, it's amazing. Uh, with la coche with a salad and blue con tortilla wow. with cheese. Yes. It's perfection. Just perfect. All right, wow. well, we're going to end now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're heading over. Well, that's good. I also want to talk about chilaquiles. Now, you know, I've lived in San Antonio my whole life. And for a long time in San Antonio, what we called chilequiles was really migas. migas. Have you seen that? Have you noticed that? Yes. Because I remember the first time I went to a restaurant and I ordered chilequiles and they brought me just some chips with cheese on it and there wasn't much else on it. It's like, what is this? And uh, the waitress actually argued with me. This is a chilequiles. No, it's not. And now I know, yeah, it is. But San Antonio for a long time didn't call it that. We got bad reviews because of that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so. Maybe like, you set us straight. Like, yeah, like, chilaquiles don't don't have to have eggs, but for San Antonians, they had. So we got about review saying, I don't know what's wrong with these people. They served me chilaquiles, and no there eggs. was no eggs. Yes, so, yeah. yes. But I always yeah. tell to my customers, the chilaquiles is Mexico City chilaquiles. Is the the Mexico City style? What is that? Is no eggs. Is you want eggs? We can put we the can eggs, put eggs you, right? Is you want a salad, brisket, pastor? The chilaquiles in Mexico is a is a is a food for all day. Is you want in the morning? It's with egg. Is you want to eat? Uh, is mm. is with uh, with chicken? At lunch. Yeah, or a, lunch? a piece of fried uh, chicken mm -hmm. on it on the side. Yes. Or at night, if you're in the hangover stage of your life, yes. it's a steak. It's right, really good right. for the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So how many different chilaquiles options do you, do you all have? Well, set, as a set in the menu, there's six. But honestly... You can mix everything. There's, it's you, just you so many mixes. Because we have people that want to add half bean sauce, half mole sauce with chicken, but with egg and add a salad. So you can uh, just fill them. Chicharron mm. and green sauce, uh, wherever you want, you put in the, the chilaquiles. Right, mm. you know, custom. Yeah, the, the thing about the chilaquiles that it's very important is the type of tortilla and the thickness of the actual chips, because that's a thing. Yeah. Okay. It's not any kind of chips. They have to be, the tortillas that they use for your specific chips have to be thick. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. have to be dried before they fry them. Mm. And that makes them stay crunchy? They stay crunchy. stay crunchy. Wow. Yes, yeah. And to find somebody that was willing to do the process that we wanted was a fun journey. I'm mm -hmm. sure, yeah. Yep. I'm sure, because now, it's not something typical. Yeah, it's not something, because mm -hmm. in here they'll do chilaquiles with chips out of a bag. Right. Yeah. Just right. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's just Doritos, <laughs> isn't it? Right, right, right. Use tostitos for all you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll also have a, a quite a few keto options and some veggie-focused plates. And so, you know, you, you kind of have something for everybody there. It is. It, it, you know, Mexico City serves a lot of only vegetarian dishes. Oh. And a lot of things are not fried, which is very different than what we serve in here. Yeah. We do not have a fryer at the restaurant. Okay. We don't have a fryer at the food truck. Everything is just pan. On the grill. grill. On a griddle. Yeah, on the griddle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But vegetarian options, I mean, all the huitlacoche, the flor de calabaza, spinach, avocado, and egg. Mm. Like that taco will be my mom's breakfast taco at home mm -hmm. in a flour tortilla. 
And if you put it on corn, that will be his. Yes. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So not as much meat. I guess because in Mexico City, there's, you know, a lot of people, so not as much room for animals to... And more know. vegetation. And yes, like you said, more vegetation. Mm-hmm. You, can, mm-hmm. you can find everything fresh and... It's a, it's a lot of the right yeah mm-hmm. that's cool and, and then on your keto options i know you'll even do a taco made with cheese right yes is, is that tortilla. something you just made up here no mm. well the costras are traditional in mexico, mexico city, city. At, at nights oh yes. like at nights when you want to have something heavy on your stomach mm-hmm. to cut that alcohol alcohol down yeah mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right the right <laughs> before the bar <laughs> right before the bar <laughs> there you go after the bar. <laughs> before and after maybe yes. uh, but in here uh who was it jen right jen 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 the pink flamingo uh-huh. mm-hmm. he want he started a, a keto diet and say what do you have keto Mm, we can make this <laughs> right yeah. right uh, we start to sell the the, the keto tech okay oh, so nice. attention matacardi you were looking for for this so naco is your place for because he was asking for around keto. where he could get where that can from. i get keto yeah yeah so you guys have a, a special turkey also that you um put oh, together a certain times of the that. year yes talk about that because that um, was so fascinating um well, the the turkey, it's a recipe that has been on my family for over a hundred, almost 160 years. Um, it's a recipe that has tweaked a little bit on the stuffing just because of preference mm-hmm. to the new generations. But what we do is we debone the whole turkey, leaving only the bones on the wings and the end the of the legs and stuff it with like a meatloaf kind of stuffing with nuts and walnuts and almonds and it has three types of meats um it's definitely not for vegetarians because it has all kinds of meats in there (laughs) Um, but uh you know you cook it like a big piece of cake and you slice it like a big piece of cake so you get the most juicy easy to bake easy to cook turkey that you could find and the flavor of the actual meat of the turkey changes a lot because it's cooked because with the everything actual, in mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. all the juices of the in, of the inside go through the outside and just penetrate and perfume the rest of the meat right uh, and you were saying that you have this a technique for removing the bones where really the the turkey maintains it looks like its the shape. regular turkey yeah. but there's no bones in it it's amazing i mean it's i'm like art. how yeah I was it's, gonna say. it's, a, it's, it's an it's art a when he wanted to learn i told him like you need to marry me right right yeah. i'll teach you that's your parents i need to marry to, to prepare the right program. right <laughs> <laughs> and, and then now it's a the secret to the, yeah to like, I'm, so I'm now sorry. you know but now you don't care because you, <laughs> you do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no we both do it uh yes. learning how to debone a turkey in our family goes when you're like six years old mm. uh in your head it goes a little bit above the table and that's all you're required so you Mm -hmm. can start the grandma will teach you how to do it yeah so my grandmother taught me how to do it my mother taught my kids how to do it and uh they are the ones that the bone our turkey and of course you supervise them and help them and all that Mm -hmm. but uh, it, it is it's it's a lot of work if you don't know how to do it it'll take you about an hour and have two mm-hmm. two hours wow. per turkey. Right. Yeah. By now, this year's record was like six minutes, right? Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, that's really it, it cool. Take a little more. <laughs> so it's kind of a one then, of those traditional things that was passed down to you and for generations, and now you're passing it down to your kids. And so, yeah, that's really yeah. neat. Right and now, our kids 
your kids are learning how to do it yeah wow and and that's something somebody if somebody wanted that they can pre-order it at thanksgiving and christmas time or is that just during those times you know we've made it in another time like we made it in january for a wedding okay i was like i want your turkey for my wedding and i we made 30 of those wow so we can make them as Mm -hmm. long as there's turkeys in the market we Mm -hmm. can make them of course uh they're more popular on those days Mm -hmm. yeah you know something that i loved and and you know, well, your involvement in the community. And one of the things that I saw, um, well, recently was a, was really cool, but it was on our kitchen talk group. And there was a lady who was looking for, and I, I, I'm thinking it worked out well because I, or it worked out because I, I saw, I was reading the comments, but there was a lady who was working for a specific type of tamales, um, for a coworker who, um, he hadn't had them in years and years. And she, um, you know, he would go on and on about the memories and the childhood memories that, you know he had and he just you know anyway she wanted she really really wanted to gift him and for whatever I don't know why but for whatever reason I thought of Lizeth <laughs> and, I, and I commented and I said Lizeth can you help and you did I mean you jumped right in and I mean and she, from the comments I saw she was so thrilled um, and we I'm sure he was happy. happy yeah he actually contacted us he loved wow, them wow that's uh, so awesome when Finding some specific ingredients like the white corn that it's fresh mm-hmm. in San Antonio, sometimes it's not that easy. So trying to get um, that, we already found a path from McAllen to here to get it. Wow. So that's why we already added it to the to our menu because it's it's firmer. It's not a sweet. So that specifics will give the final flavor of what he was thinking of. Right. If you buy a frozen corn. Don't get me wrong, they're delicious, but uh, it's just a different flavor, texture, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we were able to share with it because my, my family's from the ranch, so we will have corn tamales as an arm. Right. In Mexico City, mm-hmm. I will make them all the time. I will be like, I'm missing my grandmother, and I'm like making tamales. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sharing that was, was so much fun. And yeah. he, he contacted us. He's like, oh, oh my gosh, awesome. it just reminded me of my mother. That's like the best compliment. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That is so cool. So earlier this year, you guys were on national TV. Y'all were on the Taco Chronicles, which is on Netflix. Uh, And uh, during season three, I think it was the first uh, show of season three, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was season three, and it's a San Antonio chapter. Yeah, it's called San, San Antonio, and there was three or four restaurants that that uh, they listed and and they showed on on that, and y'all's was one of them. That How did was that so come? neat. It was really cool. Great job, by guys. How did that happen? Yeah, the the people that who is it's all is is all for our clients. One of the clients is working the UTS, mm-hmm. and they know to Jose Ralat. Jose Ralat go to the truck. Fry the tacos, put in the Texas Monthly's our tacos, and he talk with the producer of the he he knows the producer of the Taco Chronicle, mm-hmm. and one day, Holly come to to the truck and tell me, "You're Francisco? Yes, I'm Francisco. Could I talk with you? Yes, of course." And I start to talk with her and tell me, "Do you know Taco Chronicle? Oh my God, we we always." Dream about the appear on the wow. Taco Chronicle. And there you were. And I called to Liz. Liz, come here, come here, <laughs> come to the truck. Wow! <laughs> right now, I I love right that. now here. That's such a cool story because it was all based on you know word of mouth. Somebody trying your food, yeah. loving it, and then telling somebody, and 
Because we don't know who we are serving. I mean, that's right. Believe me, we are not local. By now, we know more people. But when we started cooking, we don't know nothing. There's this big top chef that he's our friend now. But we will serve him, and until somebody else told us, do you know who he is? And I'm like, (laughs) I I know, I know, he orders a brisket taco and red sauce, right? Yeah, and he eats too. Right, right. (laughs) That's all I know. I know it's Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh he's just a useful Uh, client. uh, He uh, he appeared in the the food truck with the with the. With his bike? Bikes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't know who yeah. is. Yeah, he always is. is and say, you know who is? No. It's, it's, it's my client. Uh, John Brand. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and, and even when he said the first the, the name of the first time, I'm like, hmm, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know your name now. Right. <laughs> but we don't know anybody. So mm. word of mouth uh, got mm-hmm. us at least because she she scouted San Antonio for mm-hmm. like a couple of times right and it was like don't call me I will call you yes. if the next step goes through I, I, I will call number. you mm-hmm. I have your number and uh, it was like February visit and then like on March we had a call right well no, no well, until June we yeah. had a call and then we got an interview on the screen because it was still pre-COVID, mm-hmm. kind of COVID, kind of out right, of COVID. Sure. Mm, and then it was like con- late July that they told us, right, that they yeah. were coming, that we were that we made it of twenty twenty one. Oh wow! wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Way back then. <laughs> okay. It takes that long to yeah. it's a long actually. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's one year. One year. One year and a half. The tour. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, w- once they started filming you, how long did that take? Because I, I know from our own experience, they may film for 12 hours, mm-hmm. and, but that cuts down to, you know, a three minute segment or, or whatever. Right. Yes. They're yeah. to, the, to film to the seven o'clock. Seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. Seven in the morning. And we finish at six more or less, right? Six p.m. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's exhausting. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. All day. Yeah. All day for a few minutes. For a few minutes, yeah. yeah. But it was a great few yeah. minutes. Yeah, it really was. It was oh, well we're done. We're so blessed. Yeah. We're so blessed. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, if they would have posted it just doing a wave, yeah. that would have that been, yeah. been great. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been enough, yeah. Yes, we will, we will be as grateful. Right. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we were very grateful. And, and you cannot say anything, and you cannot put... So you were like... Yeah. You have to stay quiet mm-hmm. about it all, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we were sitting with you the mm-hmm. night before... Yes, we yeah, were notified. Right. <laughs> we no were at, we, yeah. we were right there. We, we had, were at Sorry Sorry, right? We went yeah. to a special event, and y'all sat That's next right. to us at Sorry Sorry. And we couldn't tell anything because no, we hadn't gotten the green light. Right. And then the next morning, we get that green light, and I get a message from, I wish I would have known. So I would have <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, we, we couldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. I know, it really is. So NACO... 210 restaurant is at 2015 Northeast Loop 410 at Los Barrios. And then Naco Mexican Eatery Food Truck is at Nacogdoches and 410. Both are awesome places to go. Uh, but particularly, I encourage you to go to Los Barrios mm-hmm. and see that beautiful space. Eat yeah. the great food and, and just uh, relax and, and enjoy yourself. And Naco is a San Antonio restaurant, gold absolutely. restaurant. Of course. Of course, yes. yeah, yes. absolutely. Thank you. And so they have yes. some great perks. There's a couple of perks. There's one perk in the Gold Club where you buy one, get one of any taco. 
That's awesome. Which is really, that's a great perk. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then there's a scratch off where you don't know what you're going to get. You're, you're going to get one of these after you scratch off. It's a, it's an online thing when you have the uh, the gold club app on your phone it's digital but it's kind of fun you get to scratch it off and you don't know what you're going to win but you could win 25 percent off your meal you could win a free appetizer an ala fresca you could get a free kids meal or a free coffee and pan pan dulce both free coffee and pan dulce yeah yeah which is amazing that's a wonderful perks yeah great well thank you both for being here today Thank yeah. you for having us. Thank you. It's hard, oh hard gosh, to believe it. We've we've already been on for a, a while. I know time flies, right? No, yeah. thank you for everything you're doing for all of us. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. Uh, giving us a voice, it, it's something important. Thank you. Thank oh, you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for everything. Oh, yeah, you're very thank welcome. You. We're thank you for coming and spending time with us. Yes, and thank you for giving us great food. Oh, thank you. <laughs> can't wait to see you guys again. Oh my yes. gosh, I can't wait to come out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna come try some of that with tal coche. With la. With la, with la coche. There you go. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you did it. I gotta practice. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, thanks again, Susie. We'll be back again next week with another great interview, right? Absolutely, yes, yes. You guys have a wonderful day, and we'll see you again next time. Yeah, thanks, Lizette, Francisco. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.